0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Singletracks podcast. Today, it's me, Jeff, and I'm here with Aaron and Leah. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Singletracks gathering. So the Singletracks gathering is something that we do internally as a team every year. Uh, and we've been doing it for the past three years. First two years, we started out in Colorado. So I would go out and we rode with Greg and Salida and... We asked a lot of our other writers and people to come out with us and meet up. It's a good time for us to get face to face each year. And so this year we decided to do it a little bit closer to our Atlanta office and we rode in Pisgah. So we had a great time, a bunch of people came out. So if you're familiar with our writers, Alec, Michael, Helena, and Maureen all came out and these are folks that are all over the country. So Alec is in Alaska, Maureen's in California. Um, obviously Greg and Michael are in Colorado. Helena drove from Pennsylvania. So it was really, it was a great weekend. And we just wanted to talk about some of the stuff that we did and saw this weekend because it was, it was really a lot of fun. And, and hopefully it'll give you a sense of sort of how our team is set up and, and what we're all about. So. We, part of the weekend, the, the purpose of the weekend obviously is for us to get together and see each other in person, but also to demo a lot of bikes. So we had bikes from Pivot and Fazari and Diamondback. And Craig even rode an old school Trek 820, which hopefully he'll be reviewing for us soon. But we did, we were up there for four days. Um, so we had different rides each day. And I wanted to talk a little bit about each ride that we did. So the first ride that we did was at a place called Bracken Preserve that's right in Brevard, starts right in town. And it's actually built by the same company that built Fats. Um, if you're familiar with that trail system in South Carolina near Augusta. But that's is a typical flow trail kind of setup. And at Bracken, the trails are flow trail in the sense that they're really smooth and buff, but these things just go straight up the mountain and starts out really steep. We had a guide, a guy named Wes, who's the owner of Sycamore Cycles in town, lead us on this ride, and it was one of those trails that really felt like you got a lot more descending out of it than you put in on the climbing side. So it was really a lot of fun. When we got up there, it was kind of cold, actually, and started raining a little bit, which is typical for Pisgah, but the the cold air was only like in the 50s for May, which is kind of unusual. And so after our ride at Bracken,
1: we all headed over to the Oscar Blues Brewery, which is in Brevard. Yeah, we had a good time there. I actually... Was on the late train, so uh, I missed the the ride at Bracken, which sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds a lot different than your typical classic Pisgah trails. But uh, yeah, so we just went straight to the brewery after I picked up Maureen and Paul, Michael from the airport here in Atlanta, and. Of course, since it was you know Atlanta, we caught some traffic getting out of town. It took us a little bit longer to get up there, but yeah, the the, the people at Oscar Blues were awesome, super welcoming with beer, obviously, and then they gave us uh, like a nice little tour of the of the brewery, which was which was a lot of fun, and uh, we got to drink some beer that was canned that morning, so that was that was quite tasty and quite fresh. Yeah,
0: that was cool. So also Oscar Blues, they operate like their own food truck. And I think at this point they have two. They had one that we ate from that was brand new. I think that was like the first night that they had ever run that food truck. So it was like a taco truck and the other one's uh, like a burger food truck. So, yeah, really good tacos and beer. And, yeah, the, the tour was actually super, super informative. You know, I've done several of these brewery tours, but... Um, Oscar Blues, they really know their stuff. And it was interesting to hear sort of their philosophy on brewing and also understanding sort of their connection to mountain biking, which is interesting. So hopefully we'll have some articles and photos and write-ups from that as well, um, a little more detail. So the next day on Friday, we had a really big ride planned and we hooked up again with someone from Sycamore Cycles. Super rad lady named Megan, who used her local knowledge to help us out on our route that day. And we had a really big ride planned on Laurel Mountain, Pilot Rock, and Squirrel Gap. And Squirrel Gap. And we were basically, a bunch of people told us, like, that was a really long ride. And we knew that was a really long ride. That was kind of the idea behind it, but Megan convinced us to change the route a little bit, and it ended up being an awesome, awesome day. I would never ridden any of those trails, and yeah, just the descent off of Laurel Mountain, is that called Pilot Rock, that trail where you're descending?
1: Yeah, so you climb up, the way we did it, we climbed up uh, Laurel Mountain, which is somewhat rideable and somewhat not. There are definitely a few hike-a-bike sections where everybody was putting their bikes on their back and carrying them up the hill so yeah laurels kind of follows along the ridgeline until you get to pilot rock and then we came down pilot rock which is just a really technical descent uh you really have to be on your on your a game going down that because there's a you know a lot of really tight switchbacks and drops in the middle of switchbacks and roots in the middle of switchbacks and you know really long rock gardens so yeah it was a, a Really good ride, and it was a route we had picked out beforehand, and uh, so thanks to my buddy Kurt for suggesting the route initially, and thanks to uh, Megan for the audible on the fly. I think um, Squirrel Gap would have been fun, but it would have made for a really long, maybe a little too painful day, (laughs) because you know we probably heard me say before in Pisgah, they don't really measure rides in miles because i mean I, like when we got to the bike shop and we were talking to Megan she was like i don't know how many miles this is but it's it's a long ride <laughs> cuz people people measure them in hours they really do because you know if you're feeling good maybe you can do it in 3 hours if you're not it might take 6 so it's just a it's very different kind of riding which which is part of the reason i wanted to do a loop like that because a lot of a lot of our riders who came out for the trip have never ridden in Pisgah before so I really wanted to make sure they had a true taste of the the Pisgah experience
0: yeah and yeah it's funny we at one point during the ride I looked at my GPS and I was like oh my gosh we've only ridden 10 miles and it had been like three hours or something so I asked everybody how far do you guys think we've ridden and you know people were like I don't know 13 17. <laughs> you know, everybody was way, way off. And when they found out we'd only been 10 miles and it was like half the day was over, you know, they were all pretty shocked. So yeah, that was definitely a good lesson to learn. So at one point during the ride, we were on, uh, this huge granite outcropping, just like chilling, soaking up the sun and Aaron made an interesting discovery.
1: Yeah. I was, uh, kind of walking around, everybody was sitting on the rock and it was, you know, a good photo opportunity. So I was trying to frame the shot up and I was mid step and I looked down and thought that's a funny looking pile of pine needles and it wasn't a pile of pine needles. It was two timber rattlers mm-hmm. laying on top of each other, like curled up under, under this little granite ledge so that was pretty cool um you know i'm not uh, you know snakes are cool if you if you don't mess <laughs> with a them distance. yeah from a distance but yeah i've uh i don't think i've ever seen a, a rattlesnake at least they're in north carolina so that was neat and a yeah. little scary well speaking of
0: wildlife we've never seen have you guys heard of white squirrels before i'd never heard of them but apparently they're somewhat common in brevard And we all got to see our first white squirrel ever. And they're really weird because they're not like albino. They don't have, like, red eyes or anything like that. Like, they're just regular squirrels that are white.
1: Yeah, we had one that was pretty much hanging out in the driveway in the same spot every day. (laughs) you drive in and out, and there's this squirrel on cue sitting in a tree. Yeah, so weird.
2: Like a magical unicorn.
1: Yeah,
0: it's the unicorn (laughs) squirrel. So then... On Friday evening, Leah arrived, and on Saturday, we did a big ride in DuPont. So tell us about that ride, Leah.
2: So DuPont is a really, really super massive forest. So I think there's 80-some miles of trails out there. At least that's what Singletrack says. Who knows? I don't know if anyone's ever ridden it all. But thankfully, we had uh, Aaron's buddy, Kurt, as our guide that day, but if you want to get out there, you definitely want to pick up a map, maybe from one of the bike shops in town, the hub or Sycamore Cycles. Single Tracks also has some pretty good routes. Uh, I think we ended up doing close to 20 miles that day. Significant amount of climbing, 2,500 feet, and, and you know, and it's kind of what you expect as far as your typical mountain trails go. It's a lot of single track in there, some gravel roads climbing on the gravel roads and fire roads. And it's definitely very scenic. Everything was very green. You know, all the rhododendrons were were out, a lot of ferns and, you know, DuPont, this area has a lot of waterfalls, a lot of creek crossings, just everything that you can ever want to see out on your bike out there, at least in this part of the country. So this day was kind of long. We We hit a lot of really cool trails. I think I would say for, um, I'm going to go ahead and be presumptuous for everyone and say one of our favorite uh, single track downhill rides that day was Ridgeline Trail. So I think this is one that's pretty popular, very flowy, very fast. You can get a lot of speed. I think I couldn't quite catch up to some of these guys in the front, Alec and Aaron, but they were they were jumping off some, some stuff up there. And it was, it was a great time. I think you can't ride down that trail without you know, smiling. But you do need to watch out for the horses. The horses were kind of a surprise. You know, I don't know why they're going up the trail there, but <laughs> it was a beautiful Saturday afternoon. A lot of people were recreating. So I got to watch out for those horses out there.
0: So a couple of people got wet on the ride too, didn't they?
2: Everyone got a little wet. Not everyone, but we did manage to see one of the Nice waterfalls at DuPont, Bridal Veil Falls. We walked up kind of beside the falls, got, you know, you can get pretty close to it, so close that we walked under the falls. It felt really good because it's definitely a, a warm day of riding. And when you pop out on the other side, the water is just just deep enough. There's There was just enough flow that you could get in and kind of push yourself down and get... I don't know, 50 feet down the rock if you want to cool off and go for a little slide. So Alec, you know, he's from Alaska, so the water <laughs> is not, you know, it's is like lukewarm to him. It, it, was, it was a little cold, but he decided to go for a little swim in the water. It's definitely a refreshing spot to cool off, and definitely something fun to see.
0: Yeah. And speaking of swimming holes, while the group was riding, I was on kid duty and we scoped out a bunch of really cool swimming holes that are up in the pisgah area so if you're riding you know thrift cove and black mountain and all those trails there are a number of really cool swimming holes that you can hit after a ride so that's definitely something that i'm going to be trying to do next
1: time i'm riding in pisgah yeah i mean there's even mid-ride swimming holes and there's definitely the the big ones that are you know like sliding rock and different places that are right off the road and easily accessible but those are also going to be busier but there's so much water in pisgah and there's so many waterfalls that if you put a little effort in go for a little hike you can definitely get your own secluded spot if that's more your speed
2: so the slick riding um at dupont is is Pretty unique to this area. I think you don't see a lot of the slick rock here in the southeast. You know, that's when you think of slick rock, you think out west and uh, Utah and, and other places. But, um, so this was kind of our little part of the trail that would remind you of being out, out west if, if any part of the trail did. So there, there definitely was a trail or two that we had to ascend climbing on this kind of granite slick rock. Definitely. Reminded me of some places out in, in Colorado. And then there's also, you know, not all of DuPont is super flowy. Coming down some of these rocks, um, there are some technical trails like, help me out, Aaron, was it called Big Rock? Kind of went near the end of our yeah. ride there. Big Rock was pretty technical coming down. Um, so you definitely needed that, that full squish there. I felt like that was finally when... I was kind of near the end of my ride, and my bike was feeling like it was near the end of its <laughs> almost life.
1: Yeah, Dupont's a really unique, fun place to ride. It's kind of kind of like Pisgah Light or Diet Pisgah, I guess. It's <laughs> all the, uh, the 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 trails do have a lot of the technical elements and uh, some really unique features like the the slick rock, the big granite outcroppings. But all in all, the climbs aren't as long; they aren't as steep. Um, they aren't as relentless. There's no real, I don't think we had any real hike bikes during the ride, which is just, you know, that's just kind of par for the course when you're riding in Pisgah. So DuPont's a great place to, you know, maybe if you've ridden in Pisgah for a couple days and you need, you still want to ride, but you need something maybe a little less brutal, go to DuPont. But I should say, you know, DuPont is not Pisgah. It's a different, you know, DuPont's its own forest. It's its own thing. So if you just ride DuPont, you didn't actually go to Pisgah, for the record.
2: <laughs> it uh, can still be epic, though. It
1: can. It, it can. can. Yeah. And like Leah said, I mean, there's definitely go with someone who knows what they're doing or get a map because they like to name every 50 yards of trail at that place. So if you're out there by yourself and you've never ridden there before, you're going to be pulling out the map a lot and because there's, just, there's trail intersections all over the place. The place is just crisscrossed with trails, which is... Awesome on the one hand, but if you're just trying to go out and get a loop in, there's no real, like, this is the blue loop. Follow this loop. It, it's not, not how it works there, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and so after you guys rode at DuPont, we all met up at Reeb Ranch, which is Oscar Blues owned, uh, like, sort of an event space where they have a barn you can rent out and a cabin and camping sites and stuff. And we all met up there and rode the pump track, which was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, there's actually a wedding going on during the pump tracking, I guess, which was kind of interesting. But big thanks to the to the Farkas's Scott Farkas and his bride. Um, they welcomed us with open arms and said, Yeah, by all means come hang out and Pump track while we're getting married,
0: so. yeah, and drink our beer too. They yes. had like all their stuff set up for the wedding, <laughs> like beer in the cooler, and they're like, "Hey, help yourself to some beer and stuff." So yeah, yeah. that was awesome. What was, is
2: more romantic than bikes and beer? I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, they they were really cool people, and uh, you know that's kind of wedding I want to go to. So
0: yeah, yeah, and thanks to to Katie who manages the ranch out there, and also Aaron at Oscar Blues. Um Who hosted us that first night when we were in town? so yeah, the pump track was a lot of fun. our three year old son Reed had a blast on it. That was his first time riding a pump track, and he didn't want to leave at all. He was just covered in <laughs> dirt by the end of it, but man he had a he had a blast and then Alec really got after it too. I think it was his first time on a pump track, wasn't it?
1: I think so, yeah, he was out there dicing it up though so I think I think everybody everybody at least gave it a go. I think it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. In addition to the, the pump track, which I I finally was able to clear everything on it after a ton of laps, um, I was pretty much soaked in sweat by the end of the end of the day. And, you know, maybe I had a beer too. So I had some, a uh, little bit of liquid courage going, but they have a couple dirt jump lines there. One is a bunch of tabletops, but they're massive. I mean, these are big tabletops, and then they have like a pro line with doubles where you know you want to make sure you clear it. So Alec and I, uh, after we had our fill of the pump track, we went and and hit the uh, tabletop line, which was which was pretty fun, and then did the. Uh, they have a massive wooden wall ride at the end of it, and uh, finally. Worked up the courage to ride that thing and talked Alec into doing it too. And and uh, yeah, he he crashed on the first time, but got back up, dusted himself off, and. Went for it again and and made it, although he came so (laughs) close to going over the top of the wall. Um, Yeah, we were all like, no! But then he saved it and brought it back around. So, (laughs) yeah, the rebranch is awesome. And they, you know, they're always doing different kinds of events out there, Um, not just weddings. So there's events that are open to the public. Like I think they had some food truck festival there a couple weekends ago. So, definitely a cool place to, to check out, especially if you're already. Riding in Dupont, it's right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. They have an event. I think it's coming up next month in June called Burning Can, which sounds like it should be a lot of fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is there fire involved? I hope.
0: I think so, in cans of something. Burning. So Sunday was our last day there. Several people had to leave early to get back to Atlanta and to the airport. But Aaron, you, and Maureen and
1: Greg managed to get out for a ride on Sunday, right? Uh, We did. Yeah, we went and rode some of the trails that are closest to Brevard. We rode up Thrift Cove and came down lower Black Mountain. And Black Mountain is kind of one of those must do Pisgah rides. And since we hadn't hit it yet, I figured that somebody should ride it. So I took the group that was with me. And uh, yeah, we went up. Did one loop on that and everybody was still feeling good. So we connected over to Sycamore Cove, which is a nice, another little loop right next to town and did a loop around there. And then actually went back up Thrift Cove and did another lap down, uh, Lower Black just cause it's, it's just so much fun. It's kind of like Pisgah's version of, of Ridgeline. You know, Ridgeline at DuPont is very, is a flow trail, but the, but Lower Black Mountain is, you know, they definitely flow there, but it's chunkier, so a lot more opportunity to get some air and and things on it as well. So,
0: yeah, and I guess I should correct myself, especially if Greg's doctor is listening. Uh, <laughs> Greg did not ride Black Mountain. Helena did, however. Yes, Helena did. So, just to get our facts straight here. <laughs> yeah, don't get him in trouble. So yeah, we had a blast at the single tracks gathering this year. Already looking forward to what we're gonna do next year. And we're definitely gonna have some coverage on single tracks over the next few weeks from this trip. So be sure to check that out. Thanks for joining us this week. Talk to you again next week. Peace.